Welcome to another episode of Tennis Steam. I'm Mike Mitchell. I'm Kate Finn, art, or STEM director of Mount Pleasant Schools in Murray County. And I'm the art director for Mount Pleasant Schools in Murray County. We are here today with our superintendent, Dr. Chris Marzak, and our elementary school principal, Julie Tidwell. And we're here again to get their perspective on what is STEAM education, but beyond that acronym. So Dr. Marzak, we're gonna start with you as the superintendent of the district and the, you know, you have this push for STEAM. Yeah. So what do you see as STEAM education and what is, how do you see it playing out in schools? So, so I, I, you know, you look at the acronym and you would think, you know, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. I see it as students and teachers energizing active minds. It's, it's about taking it beyond the direct, I mean, because we can, listen to this, we could teach kids about robotics by just doing direct instruction. Here's a book. This is what robotics are. The kids sit in the desk. The teacher gets to play with the robot and they teach kids what robotics are. And we get to say, tell everybody, hey, we're doing robotics. But there's no interactivity or activity with students. You know, one of the things that, that I've kind of lamented about with, with technology is it seems to me with a lot of technology integration that kids get to watch teachers play and adults play. So when we had smart boards, kids would sit in the desks, teachers would have the pen, they'd be up at the board, they'd be doing all the drawing, all the moving around, all the boxes, highlighting, and kids got to sit there and watch as somebody else played with technology. So I see STEAM as flipping that script to the kids now interacting, the kids talking, the kids protesting, the kids challenging, the kids having, have, basically having fun, and the educators or the adults are now facilitators to that fun. We get to pose questions. Why do you think it happened that way? Why do you think that occurred? What do you think will happen next? And, and we get a chance to pose those, those innovative questions and ideas to children, and they're the ones that are empowered or in, in control of their own learning. So, Julie, let me ask you the same question, because you have this directive coming down from our district how do you see STEAM education and then how do you see it in your school and the impact that it's having? Well, what I like to see happening in the classrooms, and I see it more and more, is that STEAM or STEM is not an extra activity. It just becomes a part of what they do every day. They read, but they incorporate some sort of math or engineering or other challenge along with the things that they would be learning anyway. So it's not like a separate thing to do in itself, but our our literature and our math and our engineering and all of that just becomes one big lesson. So in a group of kids, you might have a kid who is a great reader, and then you might have a kid who's not such a great reader, but they're great at actually putting together the elements that would go along with the literature. And all of these kids learn how to work together and each one can use their strengths and work with the others and together create something that is just a great learning experience for all the kids involved. So I had a great question asked to me today and I wanna ask it to both of you. With this push for STEAM education, it's really kind of flipping the way that we've done teaching for a long time but we also have this pressure of test scores so how do we get this movement going because we see the benefits we know what it's going to do for us down the road 
but how do we balance that with the pressure of test scores? So I think it comes down to three words. What, why, what, and how. Why do we do what we do? What are we going to do? And how are we going to do it? So our why are our keys to college and career readiness. But included in the why, why do we do what we do, is also a little bit of the standardized expectations from the state. What kids are going to be learning are those assessed standards. How they learn it is completely up to, up to us. We determine, we have that autonomy in the classroom and autonomy in our buildings and in our district to de determine how kids will learn it. You can use a workbook, you can use a textbook, you can use a robotics instruction lesson, you can use a program like Learning Blade. You can do it in any way that you want to do it. The question is, are we going to do it 20th century with rows and workbooks and desks and worksheets? Or are we going to do a 21st century with a STEAM-based emphasis where kids become alive and in charge of their own learning? How do you feel about that with the same question? But again, as a principal, that pressure of test scores and... Ma you know, maintaining your your level five status and even pushing beyond, how do you see it impacting in a positive way? Well, that that is a struggle, and it's you know it's something that teachers, as well as administrators, worry about because unfortunately we are scored on that level, and we want to be the best we can be. But when I go in and I see that teachers, you can tell by what the students are doing in their activities if they know those things that are the standards that are taught. If they know how to do those things, how to do the math, how to do the reading, you know, we can see that. But at the same time, when they're using those things they've learned to see the kids excited about learning, that's what makes me excited because there's, like he said, there's no longer the sitting in rows and chairs and just, you know, one the teacher talking and the kids listening. The kids are so engaged and they're so <coughs> excited about their learning. And the teachers are still teaching those things, but not in the traditional way that we've seen. But that doesn't mean that the kids aren't learning. They're just learning in a different way and in a better way for kids. Thank you. Kate and I talk about art is the heat that turns STEM into STEAM. Yeah. But I really love your alternate. <laughs> oh, well, I, well. And so I'll be honest with you, it's, it's big borrowed and, and stolen. So when I was in Oak Ridge and we started our work with Discovery Education and we didn't want to stick with the acronym of STEM mm -hmm. um, because, you know, then the English teachers are like, where am I? And then the, 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 you know, other teachers, you know, the health teachers like, what about health? Where's the H in there? Mm -hmm. Let's make it STEAM. Um, so, so when I take students and teachers energizing minds, I mean, the A is the A is active, mm -hmm. it, it because that's what we want. We want to actively involve kids in the educational process to where they're now they're they're now dreading leaving at the end of the day, and they're excited to come in the next morning because they know they're not just going to do a passive sit and get. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to be sat and talked to for eight hours a day, five days a week, for thirty something weeks out of the year, 180 days in the school year. Nobody wants that. Adults don't want that. You know, we do principals meetings, we do professional development, and that person's just up there sitting talking, and we're sitting the whole time. People are losing their minds. They're going nuts, but yet we expect seven- and eight-year-olds to do it all day long. So out of curiosity, as an administrator, when do you think STEAM, that thought process of getting people active, when do you think it's going to hit? the uh, PD circuit when do you think you're going to be at a when's the, when do you think you're going to be at a meeting where you all come back and go like man that was awesome 
Is that happening? Like we we're sporadically. I, it right. Does, yeah. It's sporadically. Mm-hmm. It's not mainstream yet because yes. you got to remember, we tend to teach the way we were taught. Mm-hmm. And, and it's going to take a while. You know, one of the things that we say, you know, with concerns of technology and innovation is kids have it easy, you know, because they have less formalized education. Adults are the ones that have the problem because we have a longer set of formalized education and our paradigms are set. And it is very hard to shift those paradigms. But I think it's happening sporadically, but it's not mainstream yet. I think, you know, again, I agree with you because I've sat through many of PDs graduate classes oh yeah yeah high and red we're the best at that now sit and get <laughs> not one of yours <laughs> but, no 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 i've never done that. but you know I, and i agree with you is when i i can't sit there and focus and so no. i agree how do we expect kids to sit there and focus um and i think you know what i'm seeing here in this push i think we've also got to start seeing in the adult world too it's that whole idea of modeling mm-hmm. um and, and, and not only that, but the more we do it, I believe, Kate, in the adult world, the more the adults that interact with kids will start to do it in their world. Correct. And it'll, and it'll just start to infuse and flow. Um, yeah, but it's, it's, it should have happened. It hasn't happened. It's nobody's fault, but it needs to happen. And I guess we're the ones that are going to lead the way. We yes, are. we are. We have to be. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Tennis Team. I'm Kate Finn, STEM Director. And I'm Mike Mitchell, Art Director.